Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy for today. My name is Heather, where I give you news and views from a West Texans a biblical point of view. One you're not going to find in your mainstream media. Hey guys, welcome to Sunday's podcast. Folks, I had some stuff uh, come across my phone today and I got some notifications and I thought you guys probably, maybe, perhaps want to hear about this. And I, for one, uh, was quite taken aback about how happy I am about Florida and with Texas. I'm like, wow, here we go, folks. Now, this is from an, uh, KSAT 12. So it's a um, here in Texas. And that's a news organization, and they're talking about terrified and angry LGBTQ Texans and allies rally at Capitol to protest bills targeting queer community folks. You're going to love this. You are going to love this, and you're probably going to want to move to Texas. You know, just telling you. Um, and then we have one more I wanted to talk to you guys about, and I got this off of MSNBC News or Microsoft News, so you're going to know how it's slanted but you're going to love it as well. So this is uh, from Into, I guess, uh, msn.com, uh, and it's a story by Into. Anyway, whatever that is. So a new Florida bill could spell literal death for queer and trans citizens. <laughs> it cracks me up, folks, because this is where they leave it. This is their title. Like, you know, just because you're queer, we're going to kill you in Florida. No, no, it's not. But you're going to love it. When I get into the article and tell you why it spells death for queer and trans citizens, you're going to love it. You're going to. And I don't know which one to start with first because I'm so overjoyed with both of them. I mean, I almost want to move to Florida. What? Anyway. <laughs> uh, Ron DeSantis, you have my vote if you uh, run for president uh, of the United States of America. I can tell you that right now. Um, you guys know it. Anyway, you know, you know, let's start with Florida. Let's do it. All right, let's do it, guys. Uh, this article has no author that I can see. Um, anyway, so we're going to hit the highlights of it. So Florida has somehow become an even more lethal place to live for queer and trans Americans thanks to the passage of two new bills. And here's a little poster, a little picture. This is genocide. Actually, it's not, but yeah. It says, Florida gets closer. This is exactly what it says underneath this picture. It says, Florida gets closer to Nazi Germany every day. Um, do they have any idea what happened in Nazi Germany? No, they don't. Remember, they're trying to erase history. The Holocaust never happened, remember? But only when it applies to them, they all of a sudden say, oh my gosh, you're like Nazis, really? Do they even have any idea what... Ugh, folks, they just absolutely... Mm-hmm. My mama always said, if you ain't got nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. We're going to move right along. So the first is just SB 1342. Folks, you're going to love it. Hang on to your pants. Woo! Doggy, here we go. Stipulates that sexual child abuse and acts of pedophilia may be punishable, punishable by the, yeah, buddy, death penalty. That's what I'm talking about. Texas tried that too. It worked in Florida. So the second bill would make it easier for a jury to send the accused to the gallows. That's where you belong, bro. The Bible says uh, it'd be better if you had a millstone tied around your neck and you were thrown to the depths of the seas. Mm, 
I'm just telling you, they're following in line. Anyway, so according to Reuters, the bill, quote, allows juries to recommend the death penalty in capital cases on an eight to four vote, unquote, instead of a unanimous vote. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just so overjoyed. I just really am. These people, they're trans. Well, if you are sexualizing a child, well, yeah. Yeah, death penalty is in order. I'm saying. Anyway, so he goes, and then the article continues. Not surprising. Now, what does this have to do with queer people? Yeah, what does it? Please tell me. Please enlighten us on what you think this is all about, honey. I'm ready. And they say, if you've been paying attention to what's been going on in Florida this year, you'll know that Ron DeSantis is trying his best to have queer and trans citizens as well as their allies labeled as child abusers for simply helping trans kids get access to gender-affirming health care. Mm. And now in Missouri, the nation's first ban on trans health care for adults has passed. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Missouri is a pretty good state, too. I might add, I might say, just looking at this. So, folks, we're going to break this down real quick for you. Okay, so what is gender-affirming health care? Oh, that's right. That's where we give hormone blockers to boys, and we cut off little girls' breasts. That's what we do. Yeah, and we give them testosterone while we're at it. Yeah, let's just do all this. This is gender-affirming health care. Almost sounded like Trump there for a minute. Ooh, scared myself. Anyway, yeah, this is wickedness. This is inventing new ways to be evil. What the Bible said it would be like in the end days. It would even worse than it was in the days of Noah, I think. But the thoughts of men were continuously evil during the days of Noah. Remember, Jesus said it'll be like the days of Noah when he comes back because he has to come back because wickedness and they're inventing new ways to be wicked. This is inventing new ways to be wicked. Our children and adults. Um, you know, this is naturally the idea that conservatives would or could be well within their legal right to label queer people pedophiles and then advance a death penalty sentence has queer and trans Americans worried for the safety of those stuck in the sunshine state. Well, move, <laughs> move to California, move, move. You can move. <laughs> don't move to texas <laughs> i'm just saying folks anyway this is ridiculous this is absolutely they're they're this is what they're saying they're gonna come after all of us just because we're we're they're gonna call us our pedophiles because we're queer well if you're a drag queen reading stories to little boys and girls yeah there's something wrong with you bro something wrong with you okay i'm just gonna tell you there's something wrong. There's something wrong with these parents that are taking these children to let these demonic creatures like I come. If you ever see them dress, oh, Lord, I'm telling you, it's wickedness, folks. It's absolutely wickedness. And if you think your children are enjoying this, you're wrong. I'm telling you, like I said before the other day or last night, what is wrong? You're telling these people, you are making your children accept something that they know is wrong. That's sin. That is sinful. You are making these children sin by saying and adopting this as it being okay. You're making your children sin by telling them that they could be Jane or John. You know, this is wickedness, folks. Wickedness. Anyway, Jesse is uh, a little user here on Twitter, and it says at Titty Pills. That's T I D D Y Pills. Um, anyway, and she or 
he or whatever goes on to say, uh, if Florida uses this to murder even a single queer person for existing, then every Floridian politician who made that possible will answer for their crimes. Really, they're not crimes. <laughs> Y'all are committing crimes. These people who are grooming children and victimizing them, that is a crime. Okay, we are preventing crime. They are trying to protect the children. Mm, I'm just saying. Anyway, so it says leading report at leading report breaking Florida Senate committee has unanimously passed a bill that would give death penalty to those who commit sexual crimes against children. Nowhere in there does that say pedophile. I mean, nowhere in there does it say queer folk or trans folk. It says to those who commit sexual crimes against children as well it should be. Going on to say, here she is again, or I can't tell, there's a little thumbnail. I, I'm not going to zoom in. I don't really care. But anyway, do not concede a single inch of ground to bigots who attempt to use faulty premises as their basis for extermination of queer people. <laughs> really? <laughs> Look here, honey, um, or whatever you are. We we don't care. The majority of the people, we don't care. I don't care what you want to do. If you want to be trained, I don't care what you want to do. I don't care. But what I do care about is when you force it upon children, when you for impressionable children, that's where I come into play. I don't care. If you want to do whatever you want to do, if you want to send yourself to hell, that's fine. I don't care. Okay. You've heard the gospel. You know the truth. You know there's something wrong with it, but you are choosing to do that. That's your choice, but not children. Children should not be forced to to think this is okay. It should not be crammed down children's throat. It should not be teaching this garbage in schools. This is demonic. This is ridiculous. This is a reprobate mind. And when you're using this in school, you are trying to indoctrinate and groom children. And Florida and Texas has both said, we're tired of it. Enough is enough. This is not happening to our children in our states. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for putting great christian god-fearing men in our offices in these two states and i'm sure there's many other states but i mean enough is enough and here they're trying to turn it around to say they're gonna exterminate us really no honey no but if you want to groom children then hey i'm just saying the lord done said what the lord done said you know what i'm saying all right we're going to go right along here. And it says, well, the second bill uh, is being framed as a response to the Parkland shooter's actions. The timing seems just a bit suspicious. Yeah. Talking about that. Because, you know, it was not her fault that, you know, she wanted to be a man and she wouldn't got all these guns. And she didn't like that pastor, the head of that school, because he tried to counsel her on that. Oh, no. So she went and shot everybody up. No, no, it wasn't her fault, though. It was all these bills that they're passing uh, against this. That That's what that's what set her off. Yeah. But they don't want you to say that him, her Oh, no, they conveniently try to take that out after their trending hashtag uh, trans vengeance day. Yeah, look at I'm telling you, folks. So trans and queer Floridians are fearing for their lives right now. And here she goes on to say, um, not only does the death penalty not reduce crime, but this is the same state that has decided drag queens reading age appropriate books to children in libraries is sexual grooming. I see exactly where this is going and it's terrifying, she says. <laughs> terrifying for those children having to sit there and look at these people, these creeps, these weirdos reading books to them. They're like, Mommy, why are we here? Uh, yeah. Anyway, 
So transit queer folks, now they're fearing for their lives right now. That's what they said. Mm-hmm-hmm. So she goes, as a recap, this is Bobby at Alabama Bobby Q uh, on Twitter. And he says, as a recap, Florida has now, number one, made a drag in public illegal as a sex crime against children. Perfect. Number two, made sexual crimes against children punishable by death. Awesome. And number three, began allowing death penalty sentencing at an eight to four vote instead of a unanimous vote. Well, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. There you go. Perfect. And here's Julio 974. Step one, define being trans in public as a sexual crime against children. Number two, or step two, make sexual crimes against children punishable by death and loosen ways to the death sentence. There you go. It's a genocide about to take place. These people are freaking nuts. They're nuts. They're taking all of this and they're exploding it and they're blowing it out of proportion. And they're just literally making up stuff and they're just tweeting out. And all these people are like, hey, my gosh, that's what they're doing. But that's not exactly the truth. Now, is it? No, it's not. If you are committing a crime against a child then then that's what it's talking about but not if you're like just walking around in public no but that's what they're going to make people say but anyhow we're not gonna i'm not gonna give any more credence or any more any of this to that topic on that uh, website but here is one that i want you guys to hear this is fantastic so here's another one this is kset and um kset 12 as a matter of fact it's in texas so anyway, it says um Sorry, I had to fix my headphones here. Terrified and angry. LGBTQ. You may want to know what all this stuff means. You know, it's like an alphabet soup. Texans and allies rally at Capitol to protest bills targeting queer community. And here we have these people, these wicked, weird people. I'm telling you, uh, trans kids deserve love plus respect. And it grows hate in my state. They market out hate in the state of Texas. Human rights are not optional. Look, folks, I'm going to tell you right now, this is not human rights. When you're doing this to children, that's not human rights. They, really? That is not. You are indoctrinating these children. This is sexual abuse of a child. I'm just going to tell you. And anyway, if you're going to physically alter their bodies, that's physical abuse. Yeah. Anyway, he goes on to say, chance of, quote, protect trans kids echoed across the capital as hundreds, hundreds, not thousands, hundreds of LGBTQ Texans and their supporters gathered Saturday afternoon to express anger and fear over a state of a slate of rapidly moving bills targeting queer people. Because on to say, uh, the mid-April heat matched the anger many felt toward Republican lawmakers who seek to ban transgender students from playing college sports, queer youth from accessing transition-related health care, and other efforts to restrict the LGBTQ rights. Look, honey, you don't have rights. I don't understand why they think they have special rights. <laughs> you don't. Anyway. So, quote, welcome to the resistance is Ricardo Martinez, CEO of Equality Texas, an LGBTQ advocacy group that organized the march, said as he implored a protester to do everything in their power to stop the legislation in the final six weeks of the legislation session. After gathering several blocks north of the Capitol, chanting protesters marched amid drag queens and rainbow flags before rallying on the south steps to hear fiery speeches and offer consolidation consolation consolation i can talk today folks i when i was reading this i think it made me think this flag if you take each color out of that flag and what it represents it's all about sex that's what it's about 
Why are they even talking to children? Yeah, I'm just saying. There was a father. I believe he went to a school board meeting. And he's gay. And he says, why are you flying this flag? Why are you teaching this to children? He goes, this flag has nothing to do with anything about sex. And I may say, it is immoral. I'm just going to tell you that. It's an abominable sex act before God. So anyway. Uh, it goes on to say, um, do, do, do. so after gathering, okay, we're going to move along, sorry. So right now, everyone's upset, frustrated, speechless, said Natalie Kennedy, an Austin resident who showed up Saturday to support the queer community. The Texas Senate has already passed all of Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick's priority bills focused on LGBTQ people, including legislation that would restrict schools' roles in discussing the existence of LGBTQ people, block transgender kids access to uh, gender affirming care that major medical groups support. No, honey, they do not. Ones that are paid by, you know, anyway, ban trans college athletes from joining sports teams that align with their gender identity and defund public libraries that let drag queens read to children. Thank you, Jesus. Governor Dan Patrick, you're fantastic. We're so thankful to have you here in Texas. Anyway, the House, which has historically served as an obstacle to legislation that would curb the rights of LGBTQ Texans, has also showed signs of moving quickly on some of these bills. On Friday, a House committee advanced new versions of House Bill 1686 and Senate Bill 14, which would ban trans youth from accessing puberty blockers or hormone therapy therapy the bills now require trans youth already receiving those treatments to be weaned off the prescription medication the bills would also ban surgeries though they are rarely performed on adolescents that's a lie from the pit of hell you need to do some research on that really quick guys i'm just gonna throw that out there they tried mm, anyway so that, that's another discussion <laughs> the texas senate has already passed all of lieutenant governor uh dan patrick's um, priority bills focused on lgbtq people the house which has historically it says served as an obstacle to legislation that would curb the rights of these folks has also showed signs of moving quickly on some of these bills and that was credited by Mon, uh, Montanique Monroe uh, for the Texas Tribune. So outside the Capitol, uh, Alexander Peden's uh, stomach was emblazoned with the words, trans bodies are, I can't even hardly say this. I'm going to spell it because I can't say it because it's not true. H-O-L-Y. So I'll let you guys figure that one out. I ain't going to say that. So, uh, for Peyton, who's 20, uh, the fight to protect access to puberty blockers and hormone therapy is deeply personal. Honey, you need Jesus. Uh, Peyton started taking testosterone when he, I'm going to say she, was 15 years old, saying it was absolutely fundamental in saving my life. Honey, I'm going to throw this up there. This breaks my heart. Here's a child. She's 15 years old. 15 years old. And what have they been doing? Now she's 20. They've been giving her testosterone since she was 15. 15. What does that do to somebody long term? What does that do? Cancer. All kinds of things are going to happen. But do they care? They don't care, people. They don't care about you. Transgender folks, all you, they do not care. Society, culture does not care, but Christians care about you. They don't care about you. Anything to make a buck off of you. That's all they care about. That's all they, oh, it's just a movement. We're all going to get, no. It's the thing to do now. What are you going to do when you're 40 and 50 years old, if you even make it that long? What if you die from cancer or a heart attack or something else because you have put this stuff into your body that God did not make you to use these kind of drugs or to have these kind of hormones? 
but they don't care. They don't care. You can't tell them that God loves them. God has a plan for them. God made them the way he made them. No, you can't tell them that. No, but we can cut your breasts off and give you some testosterone. I don't know, you guys. I never thought I'd see this. In, I never thought I'd see this in my lifetime. I can't even dream this wickedness up. The Bible says they invent new ways to be me, to be evil. These children need our prayers badly, desperately. We have got to fight against this wickedness somehow, some way. And uh, but anyway, um, we got we just got to pray. We got we got to pray for this child, this Peden. He's 20 years old. You know they don't have Jesus. You know that. I know that. You know that. We need to pray that this person would get saved. That somebody would tell them the gospel. That the Holy Spirit would convict her. Oh, Lord Jesus. So anyway, uh, without access to hormones, Peden said his is her family would have to leave Texas, a state they've called home for generations. Peden warned that banning puberty blockers and hormone therapy, crucial treatments for youth struggling with bullying, ostracization, and thoughts of suicide, uh, would invariably lead to unnecessary death. Look, honey, giving you folks these treatments, they're not treatments, giving you these chemicals, all this stuff is going to cause unnecessary death. The, just because they're going to give you test shot well, is not going to change your suicidal thoughts because you don't have Jesus because you're lost because you're com- you're confused. You need somebody who really, really cares about you to have a conversation with you to counsel you. But no, that's not going to happen. They're trying everything they possibly can to keep that from happening. Anyway, uh, it goes on to say, I finally let out a breath I had been holding my entire life. He said, it's a she, it's a she. Listen to this. She says, um, access to hormone therapy uh, was a lifesaver. He said, adding that he, so she believes she was finally able to be comfortable in her body after transition related. So I'm not going to say it's he because it's not. Listen to this. Are you listening? Listen to this. In his body after transition related surgery. The kid is only... 20 years old now. Started all this when they were 15. Now, it's been physically altered. Folks, think about long-term. Long-term, there's a place you can go out there on the internet. It has all these people who has transitioned. They are detransitioning. And they're talking about the truth of what of what they've gone through. Anyway. So, medical experts say gender-affirming care is aimed at improving the mental health of trans youth. Transgender children are far more likely to be depressed and attempt suicide uh, than their cisgendered peers, whatever. A 2015 report by the National Center for Transgender Equality found 40% of the roughly 27,000 transgender people surveyed had attempted suicide almost nine times the average rate in this country because they are lost. What do you think is going to happen when you start indoctrinating children at the age of kindergarten and you have these drag queens coming in and you have them reading to children and you have all these wicked, crazy, insane books shoving it down these kids' throats? What do you think they're going to do? They're like, well, well, I don't even know. Look, I was a tom girl. When I was a kid, I was a tomboy. I had older brothers. He had, you know, so, man, I wanted to be just like my brother. I wanted to do everything. 
But do you honestly think that I would, me, I also think, God, could you imagine if all this stuff was available then? My mom and dad would have never done that. But I'm just saying, if they were like in a firm, like, oh, God, I thank God. I thank God that none of this was available back then. And none of this crap was taught in our schools. You know, I mean, geez, I was like seven or eight. Could you, oh, this wickedness. Anyway, so it goes on to talk a little bit more about that. And they're saying the bill seeks to restrict health care and regulate what drag shows can be performed in front of children have been condemned by more than 100 advocacy groups in churches. Folks, those are not churches. I don't know. And whatever church would uh, say that that is, mm, no. So Democratic chairs of six House caucuses, including the House LGBTQ caucus, have also denounced the slate of legislation. goes on to say, um, oh, it's just more and more and more of this absolute this craziness. I'm not going to go on to read any more of it because it's just wickedness and my blood pressure is probably through the roof right now. But, um, guys... There is so much anger, so much hatred, and there's so much chaos and confusion and wickedness and wars and rumors of wars. All of these things are happening. Look at the 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 weather-related crazy catastrophes that are happening in the United States right now. Do you not think that God's judgment is upon our nation it is completely upon our nation. He has removed his hedge of protection. He has removed everything from us. Boom. We are under his judgment right now. There are tornadoes like all the time. There are floods. There's drought. There's all within our continental United States of America. And you have to ask yourself, whoa, whoa, what have we done? We need to repent as a nation. But I keep thinking of Nineveh. Remember, Nineveh, Jonah didn't want to go because they were wicked. Those people were wicked, and Jonah didn't want to go and, print and, and, and preach repentance to them. He wanted them. He wanted them to not repent. He wanted them to suffer God's wrath. And so, yeah, I know. And we look at the United States of America right now. We're like, wow, is there any hope for us? Is there any hope to turn this around? I don't know. I don't know. But I know he said, if my people of course humble themselves and pray uh and ask for repentance folks as a christian i think we all it's sure not going to hurt us at all but we all need to repent and just lay it all before the lord and i don't know if there's any reprieve i don't know and you know it was looking pretty bad and then president trump was elected president remember and there was a we got a reprieve we did and then of course Look what happened after that. So wickedness is just, it's just snowballing, you guys. They're inventing new ways to be evil. And it's just wicked all the time, all the time. Every thought is wicked. Now, there's folks that just go to church every day. You know, they go to church on Sunday. They go to work. They come home. And they don't really know what's going on, how wicked the world has become. They don't know because they don't get out of their shell. But I'm going to tell you there's things out there, folks, that are so wicked so wicked and and evil that i can't even get them out of my mind and i'm sure i'm not going to tell you guys about it but there is some very wicked evil stuff out there and um you know with that uh you guys i'm just telling you you gotta read the word of god just stay in the word of god um you know we just got to um we have to we just have to and i wanted to read um the armor of god's folks this is um ephesians 6 
we're going to start in uh, verse 10. And this is what we need to pray every day. Or I need to pray it every day. <laughs> so it says, uh, you have to bear with me. I don't got my don't got my bifocals on today. So hold on just a second here. <laughs> so, um, oh boy, I am blind, you guys. That's not helping at all. I don't have my readers in here. Uh, I could probably pull it up on the screen, though. Um, let me see. Let's try this. Okay. So, finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the full armor of God so that you will be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the full armor of God so that you will be able to resist in the evil day and having done everything to stand firm. Stand firm, therefore, having girded your uh, loins with truth and having put on the breastplate of righteousness um, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. In addition to all, taking up the shield of faith with which you will be able to extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God with all prayer and petition, pray at all times in the spirit. And with this in view, be on the alert with all perseverance and petition for all the saints and pray on my behalf that utterance may be given to me in the opening of my mouth to make known with boldness the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains that in proclaiming it I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. Folks, that is the Apostle Paul. And every time I pray, when I ask that to give us boldness, when I in, you know, usually our programs, and that's where I get that from is Philippians. But folks, um, you know, you know, we think it's people. We, you know, people want to get mad at these trans people. They want to get mad at these drag queens. They want to get mad at these people. And believe me, I'm one of them. I do, and I know. But we have to remember we have to remember the Apostle Paul told us in six, uh, chapter 6, verse 12, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. Folks, you know, we need to remember these folks that are lost, they're being ruled by Satan and his minions and these demons. They, I mean, I'm looking at these faces right now, these kids. Protect trans kids. Get all this crap. Trans justice. Can't wait. All this this crap. We're here. We're queer. We're whatever. Uh, it's wicked. And these kids are screaming and they're angry. And, you know, the Bible told us in the end days there would be the spirit of lawlessness. All of this would be going on. Violence. The love of many would grow cold. All this stuff. So when I look at these things, they're talking about love this, love that. They, folks, this is not love. They don't know what love is. They're trying to say all this is love. It is not. It's not as wickedness. And when you look at them, the love of many will grow cold. And it has. Wickedness abounds. Lawlessness abounds. Evil on every corner. Um, here in my little city, like 200,000 people, violence. Like we're number six in the state of Texas. We are. It's a very violent city for so small. Um, but, you know, it's going to get like this everywhere you guys and always say you better get you some food 
<laughs> you better get you some food. Um, you better get you some firearms, get you some pepper spray, carry a knife, do something, get a taser. I don't care what you do, but you're going to have to protect yourself. Um, you know, um, it's just going to get, it's going to get bad. I don't even hardly go out at night anymore. I don't. I mean, I'll walk my dogs. I carry a gun. I'm like in my own little apartment complex. I do. Um, you just never know if there's any shootings and all kinds of stuff in the, in Amarillo. Um, it's just not good. It's not good. It's not good around the world. Um, wickedness is, I mean, in lawlessness and all this stuff. It's just like Christ said would happen. And so I know it looks dark. It looks gloomy. And it looks, you know, like, oh, my gosh. But I, I think about this. I think about this. You know, <laughs> back in the day of Noah, when he was building this massive ark, right, they didn't even know what rain was. I didn't even know they had any boats back then, but they didn't know what rain was. And so they laughed and they mocked at him, and yet he kept on building. You know, the, who was that I was watching? I think it was uh, Jen Markell's, one of her programs. He goes, there wasn't a Home Depot. They couldn't just go get some. No, he had to go chop down the trees, bring all the lumber back. He had to plane it, debark it, do all this stuff, and build this massive boat, right? I think it's like 400 feet. All the while, these generations, these people, you know, all of them laughed at him and mocked at him. And said, oh, yeah, whatever, righteous. But the Bible says every thought of man was continually evil, continually, continually. And it grieved God. And so, you know, he didn't want to have to, but he did. So he chose the righteous folks. It was Noah and his family. And, um, you know, look at the society that we're in right now. Was there a lot of people that, that, that was righteous at that time that, that God uh, put onto the ark and closed the door behind him? No, there was very few. And the Bible talks about a remnant, a remnant of believers in the end days. There's a lot of people who profess to be a Christian. There's a lot of folks that say they're Christians, but then just like the story said that I read to you guys, they think it's okay that drag queens uh, can read stuff to children. They think that that's okay, that they need to affirm tra- Folks, they may call themselves a church, but they're not. They're not. The Methodist Church, Episcopalians, all these folks that have women pastors, gay pastors, and all, folks, those are not Christians. They're not. You cannot call yourself a Christian. The Bible clearly says that all of that is an abomination to God. You can't call yourself a Christian and say that. And believe that. You have to believe what the Bible says. You have to believe what God said. It is inerrant. They're not attacking Buddha. They're not attacking Allah or Muhammad. No, they're coming after Christians because that's the only truth. Otherwise, they could care less. But Christianity, Jesus Christ, that's the only way. Jesus said he is the only way. Nobody comes to the Father except through me, Jesus said. He goes, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and nobody comes to the Father except through me. Nobody. Folks, we live in a world of deception. Jesus said, man, he said it. Deception, deception. Be ye not deceived. You know, I like old King James <laughs> on that one. Be ye not deceived. And he said in the end days, there would be so much deception. And it would be so much that even if it were not so, even the elect would have been deceived. But it, thank God that's not true. We have the Holy Spirit living inside of us. Christ is coming to take us home. And folks, if you think you're going to see the Antichrist, you're wrong. <laughs> if you're a Christian, you will not be here for that. Um, you won't be here for that. Second Thessalonians tells us that. We won't be here for that. 
Let me see if I, I'll tell you right now. The man of lawlessness. This is Second uh, Thessalonians chapter 2. It says the man of lawlessness. Now we request you, brethren, with regard to the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our gathering together to him, that you not be quickly shaken from your composure or be disturbed either by a spirit or a message or a letter as if from us to the effect that the day of the Lord has come. Verse 3 says, let no one in any way deceive you, for it will not come unless the apostasy comes first. And the man of lawlessness is revealed, the son of destruction, who opposes and exalts himself above every so-called God or object of worship so that he takes his seat in the temple of God, displaying himself as being God. Do you not remember that while I was still with you, I was telling you these things and you know what restrains him now so that in his time he will be revealed for the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. Only he who now restrains will do so until he is taken out of the way. And then that lawless one will be revealed whom the Lord will slay with the breath of his mouth and bring to an end by the appearance of his coming. That is the one whose coming is in accord with the activity of Satan with all power and signs and false wonders and with all the deception of wickedness for those who perish because they did not receive the love of the truth so as to be saved. For this reason, God will send upon them a deluding influence so that they will believe what is false in order that they all may be judged who did not believe the truth but took pleasure in wickedness. Folks, that can go two different ways, and it does. It tells us that we as Christians who were here waiting for the Lord Jesus to come and take us home, that appearing of our great God and Savior, um, Jesus Christ, we will not be here when the lawless one is revealed, that man of perdition that is the Antichrist. We will not be here for that. And uh, the one who's restraining him is the Holy Spirit. It is the church, the Christians here on earth. We have the Holy Spirit living inside of us. When we are taken out of the way then, which means we're caught up to heaven, then the man of lawlessness will be revealed. And also, I have friends that uh, want to live their wicked, immoral lifestyles, and uh, they don't want to um, humble themselves and submit under the lordship of Jesus and ask him, uh, to forgive them and save them. They don't want to do this at all. But you know, Heather, when that rapture thing you talk about happens, then, then I'll believe. Then I'll believe. And then, you know, I'll, I'll ask Christ to save me. Well, the Bible tells a different story. The Bible tells that that's not going to happen because you had your chance. And right there it says, right here, for this reason God will send upon them a deluding influence so that they will believe what is false in order that they all may be judged who did not believe the truth but took pleasure in wickedness. So, um, you know, this is the big thing. Now, that's not talking about everybody. There will be tribulation saints, you know, in the tribulation. There will be uh, Christians who um, accept Christ as their Lord and Savior. But I'm going to tell you right now, if you've been told the gospel and you have... Uh, turned your back on Christ and decided that's not what you want to do. Well, I, I don't want to live like that right now. I don't want to submit 
Right now, I don't want to humble myself. I don't want to ask Christ to save me. No, no, I want to live the way I want to live. I want to do what I want to do. Right? And then you tell your friends, well, you know, if that old rapture thing happens, then, then I'll, 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 you know, repent and whatever. You know, no, for you, it will be too late. You won't get that opportunity because God will send a deluding force, which means you're not going to, you're not, you're going to believe the lie. Like the folks right now doing right now, they believe this lie that's happening right now that a man can be a girl and a girl can be a man. This is wickedness. I think it strikes a, a nerve in me because um, of the pure wickedness of it. And what the Bible says, what happened in the end days or the days of Noah, when I look around at this, this is what's happening. And it's a Romans 1 culture. I talk about it all the time. I wrote a book about it. Uh, the last days, remnant believers or the remnant believers. Um, anyway, I think this one bugs me so much because that's what was going on. And that's what is happening right now. And it's just so infuriating that it's happening to our children. If you're an adult and you want to act like that, that's fine. You you do what you want to do. Hey, that's fine. Whatever. But don't, don't put children in the middle of that. You know, don't force that garbage, that wickedness upon children. Um, I think that's, I think that's the thing that bugs me because children are so innocent. You know, they're so impressionable. And I think that's just what just makes me so mad. But, uh, eh. oh, you guys have been ranting and raving for two nights now over this. I'm, I'm sorry if that uh, offends anybody. <laughs> but if it does, you're listening to the wrong podcast. <laughs> and the wrong podcaster, because, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, but I do want to, let's, let's read this. Well, I got the word right here in front of me, and I can kind of vaguely see it. The apostasy. So this, folks is first timothy chapter four of verse one but the spirit expressly says that in latter times some will fall away from the faith andy stanley paying attention to deceitful spirits and doctrines of demons we don't need the bible andy stanley Mm -hmm. by means of the hypocrisy of liars seared in their own conscience as with a branding iron andy stanley homosexuality we just serve like they did men who forbid marriage and advocate abstaining from foods uh, which god has created to be gratefully shared in by those who believe and know the truth bill gates you'll eat crickets have some lab-grown meat meat is bad for everything created by God is good, and nothing is to be rejected if it is received with gratitude. For it is sanctified by means of the word of God and prayer. Right there, folks. Right there. I tell you what, guys. It's happening just like God said it was going to happen. Just like his word said. Just like his word said. But remember this. First Timothy uh, chapter 1, verse 7 says, For God has not given us a spirit of timidity, but of power and love and of discipline the one i like it this is the nasb but the one i like to say for god they give it a spirit of fear but one of power love and of a sound mind that's the way i've always had it memorized <laughs> but he also says who has saved us and called us with a holy calling not according to our works but according to his own purpose and grace which was granted us in christ jesus from all eternity think about it right now we are technically seated with christ in heavenly places isn't that amazing but yet we're here but god sees the end 
from the beginning. Well, we just see the here and now in the past. We don't see the future, but God already knows. He knows. He knows. Oh, you guys, get into the Word of God. Get into the Word of God. Let the Word of God get into y'all. And um, one more scripture. You know I was going there. <laughs> you know I was going to go here. This is Second Timothy chapter 3 because this is what's going on right now. And I can't emphasize it enough. But we're going to talk about it. So, but realize this, in the last days, difficult times will come for men will be lovers of self, lovers of money, boastful, arrogant, revilers, disobedient, parents, ungrateful, unholy, unloving, irreconcilable, malicious gossips, like I just read earlier, without self-control, mm, society, brutal, haters of good, oh, that's not happening right now treacherous reckless conceited lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of god holding to a form of godliness although they have denied his power and avoid such men as these i don't gotta tell you anymore about old andy stanley he's like the epitome (laughs) of what is happening to the christian church so just because they say that they are christians they are not You can profess to be a Christian. You can profess a lot of things. It doesn't make you one. So when the Bible says in the end days, there's going to be a remnant of believers. It's a very small amount. We're looking at what, 8 billion people in the world right now. And a remnant of those are actual born again Christians. Just a remnant. And when you go back to the days of Noah... There wasn't a lot of people saved. There was a family. Very small. You know, there's a a lot of good stuff there in Genesis and Revelation. All the way in between. Tell you guys. I'm just telling you. And with that early, I'm going to get over here. (laughs) You know what? One more. One more scripture. This is my favorite. Titus 2.13, you guys. Titus 2.13. Looking for the blessed hope in the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us to redeem us from every lawless deed and to purify for himself a people for his own possession, zealous for good deeds. Are you zealous for good deeds? I am. These things speak and exhort and reprove with all authority. Let no one disregard you. Guys, oh, it's time for we stand up for Jesus. It's time for us to tell people about Jesus. It's time for us to exhort and rebuke folk. You know, it's not all about Jesus loves you. Jesus does love you. But Jesus is a just God. We got to remember that. Where's the reverence of God? Where's the fear of God? Hmm tell you what work out your salvation with trembling i think the bible says oh okay guys with that i'm going to get off of here for real this time <laughs> you know us in texas we gotta say by at least three times sometimes sometimes we don't but tonight i guess i did um guys thank you so much for um listening and uh tuning in 
and sending me your emails. I do love that. I do love to hear from you guys. One thing I did want to know, um, when you're looking, uh, I know uh, some, uh, there's several books that have sold. It's the old, the older version of um, After the Rapture, What Comes Next. I have pulled that from Amazon. I think it's still on barnesandnoble.com, but um, I have pulled that, um, the old title off of archived it. So if you guys are looking to buy that, be sure that you look at the new one. It was published um, a couple months ago, I think, last month maybe. Um, but it's got the different pictures. It's not the guy sitting on the suitcase. It's the, the guy looking up in the air. Um, and it does say second edition on there. And if you have bought the old one and you would prefer to have the new one, if you bought it on Amazon, you can send that thing back if you want to and to get the other one or email me and i'll see if i can get you a copy sent to your uh house if if i can so you know give me an email i know art i think you bought one of the older versions so if you'll email me your address um i will ship you one um, um i'll ship you one uh, uh the new one to your house so or yeah <laughs> so just let me know just send me your uh ship me uh send me your email and i get that sent out to you um, okay, guys, so with that, really, I'm going to get over here. So anyway, get into the Word of God. Let the Word of God get into you. And Maranatha, Lord Jesus, Maranatha, may tonight be the night. Woo, that's kind of exciting. <laughs> anyway, guys, I love each and every one of you. And I ask that God would bless each and every one of you and give all of us boldness to continue on with our fight that Christ has given us. And to fight the good fight. And I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.